You're listening to a Countout Podcast. Welcome to Ring Post Radio, where I am here as always. Ryan Knightsey with me as always is Scotty Edwards. Scotty, we're here. Rain, snow, sickness, health, tired or wide awake. We've made it to another episode of Ring Post Radio. You have rain? No, I'm sick. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know okay, if I'm I was sick. Just... I, I don't know if I'm sick. I just I just know that I've been having a, like a stuffy nose and sneezing and so I'm gonna uh, try that to could be allergies. That. Do you have allergies? So that's the thing is that I've never had allergies ever uh, up <laughs> until like this. Oh, year. it hits you. Up until yeah, I was this just year. it hits you. <laughs> Je- Jesse Jesse supposes that it's one. It's uh, moving from Maryland to Georgia. You know, that different allergies, different pollen, whatever. Um, I, because I wonder if, you know, when I had COVID, I wonder if that has like a weird, like, effect that my lungs are worse, you know? So maybe, maybe, that, maybe um, that's a thing. I don't know what pollen really affects. I don't know if it affects my nose. I don't know if it affects my lungs in any capacity. I just know it's a bitch. <laughs> I just know it sucks and I'm on allergy medication. And I don't know if it works, but, you know, I've been taking it, so that's fine. Oh. Well, I have allergies, and I know that I have allergies, so I'm surviving today. Uh, it's really hot outside, about uh, about, about 95 degrees later on today. Woo! You know, we got, a, we got a scorcher up here in Boston, uh, but, you know, I'm living. Thanks for asking, even though I don't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we got we got we got a lot of we got we got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, we were gonna have a lot to talk about today without news stories, but you know that damn WWE never fails to give us something to talk about. Yeah. No, even even if they don't have a pay per view, even if they don't have a show, even if we don't have any interest, they give us the biggest and juiciest stories each and every freaking week. So I guess we could talk about them. Because that is why we have a podcast. Yeah, exactly right. Is that no matter what happens, if we're sick or or dying from heat, which is weird that you have ninety degree weather and I'm in the eighties. I'm in a I'm in the south and I'm like, oh yeah, it's nice outside. Must be nice. (laughs) Must Must be nice. Uh, uh, No matter what happens, we we've come to Ring Post Radio for you, the audience, to give you. Our the, the takes that you want, you know, the takes that you desire that you need <laughs> or don't want. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, you they want to hear them. Then necessarily, if they agree or not, that's on their yeah. board. Well, if you disagree with me, then you're wrong. So, <laughs> well, there we go. I guess that sums up. That's the how that works. But I'm happy that you're listening. I appreciate. it. Yes, we very much appreciate our audience here. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Like you said, Stardom Flash and Champions is happening this Saturday. We'll talk about that. Give a little update. I'm already tired. Perfect. Uh, give a little update on Best of Super Juniors 29. Um, we'll talk. Oh, about- I got some thoughts. <laughs> Scotty's primed and loaded. Uh, we got a preview for next week's AEW pay-per-view, a Double or Nothing. Um, is, is, is that an important show? It is one of four important shows. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, I've just seen people tossed around. Might be their most important show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've heard. I've heard people toss around biggest pay per view buy of all time. You know. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, I've heard things. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard things. But of course, we got a lot of news to start off with, and I don't think there's a bigger news story. Uh, you know, last week we started off with uh, a wrestler. Um, who was upset with the promotion they were working for. They didn't like kind of getting screwed around. They didn't like the booking. They were asked to like do this one thing, and then out of nowhere, they got switched on them. Uh, and this week, we got two people with similar stories about uh, not liking a promotion. Sasha Banks and Naomi, if, you're, if you've been, uh, I guess, living under a rock and you haven't heard this story, well, pretty much... On Monday night. Bravo to you. Yeah, good. I don't know. You're out. You're out of the loop. You're out of the WWE loop. I, I I tr- I've tried to stop paying attention to the story, but it only gets better and better by the day. I'm I'm like weirdly glad that uh, that there has been like consistent developments along this story because I was going to come into this be like, yeah, a week ago, this is week old takes about what happened to this, and no, it's every day. There's been something new and different. Yeah. Well, it helps when the company is tells the fans how disappointed they are. Yeah, that that's true. So on Monday Night Raw, uh, right before the show started, Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out of WWE. Uh, they Me WWE uh, immediately released a press release upon that situation. Uh, I got the press release in front of me, uh, just giving a little. Fun stuff. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were formed with their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE Head of Talent Relations John Laurinaitis' office, office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts, weird that they call it belts, on his desk and walked out. Uh, they claimed they, this is WWE's side of the story, they claimed they were res- weren't respected enough as tag team champions, and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents. That who. was bullshit. Oh, 100%. Even though they had <laughs> matches with those individuals that passed with no consequences. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We were regret- when they we said that. We were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. Um... Uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks had stuff coming from them side as well, citing that they have zero issue with the other people. What they have issue with is the booking. Doesn't make any sense. Why are we not doing any program for the tag team tag team women's division? Uh, women's division that Sasha Banks has been. Uh, some would argue that has been like her legacy in this promotion already. Like she's been one pushing for the tag team championships. She made it super important with Bailey. Here they are, come back together with Naomi win the titles at WrestleMania, and then they got nothing to do, and instead the booking is that they were eventually going to put over Bianca Belair and Ronda Rousey at the next pay-per-view instead of having actual tag team title sh- matches or anything. Don't know why. Don't Why not just do something else with uh, uh, Nikki Ash and Piper Niven? Who, who the heck knows? Um, but the story continues from there. Um, uh, <laughs> on Friday... WB announced and Michael Cole announced saying that uh, their actions disappointed millions of WB fans and their fellow superstars. So because of what Sasha and Naomi did this past Monday night, they have been suspended indefinitely and they will have a future tournament to crown new women's champions. Uh, they also said they let us all down by walking on raw 
This also comes after um, Corey Graves said on Monday that they were summarily and unprofessionally left the building. So a, a bunch of other stuff happened as well, including WWE pulling them from intro packages, WWE pulling all of their merch. Um, Scotty, big, mm. massive, ugly story. You know, if you thought the Ibushi yeah. story was ugly, uh, wait, wait till you hear this one. Um, thoughts on Sasha Banks and Naomi walking out WWE. Oh boy. It's, it's a lot. It's you're asking for thoughts on a story that has just gotten, I wasn't going to say better, but it's gotten like, you understand it more and more. I think as things come out, like first and foremost, there's a reason Sasha Banks especially has been mad for a long time. We all knew, me and Ryan talked about it months ago, how Sasha Banks was probably going to face Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania for the title, right? Royal Rumble, we, we multiple people predicted her winning the Royal Rumble at one point to get that match because it made sense. And after the fact, we've learned that that was the original plan. Yeah. And I've been told multiple times that that was the original plan. So this doesn't come too much as a shock to me that, again, Sasha Banks, someone who has been promised multiple things by this company just to get it turned around for someone else, this being Ronda Rousey. And Ronda Rousey didn't do anything wrong here. She said, yeah, I'll wrestle again. And then, boom, bam, we got what we got. Uh, It just, you think about, where Sasha was a year ago um, at this time, uh, she wasn't actually on TV. She took her little break like she usually does, which I think is funny how she usually takes a break after WrestleMania. This, this year she didn't, and she probably should have. <laughs> but Naomi one has... Let's start with Naomi because Naomi has been mistreated for a long time there. Obviously, she's been, I'm sure she's been given a lot of promises and then been stopped and given a lot of promises, then stopped. But for me, all of this, no offense to Naomi, is about Sasha Banks. It's because, and the reason it's about Sasha Banks is because I firmly believe she's the biggest star WWE has right now in terms of a you know, kind of global scale because, yes, they want Roman Reigns to be their biggest star. Yes, they want Charlotte Flair to be one of their biggest stars. Ronda Rousey doesn't count. Becky Lynch, one of their biggest stars. But who's the one in Star Wars, Ryan? I'm pretty sure that Sasha Banks. Yeah. Who's the one related to Snoop Dogg, Ryan? Um, I think also Sasha Banks. Yeah, so like those two things alone make her more known to people, but it's the fact that, you know, she main evented WrestleMania last year had the best women's match in WrestleMania history. She's probably the best women's wrestler of all time in the United States. Truthfully, truthfully shooting from the hip here. She probably is in terms of an in-ring basis. I think that's probably true. And the only time WWE has ever treated her to that level was when there were no fans in the building and then they stopped again. So the frustrations of Sasha Banks have happened before. 
we watched her walk out and they said go go take a break Mm -hmm. go take a break and you know we'll uh we'll come back to it and ultimately she came back she can't come back this time she can't this is they are dragging they're dragging the name of sasha banks through the mud they are trying to make her name and her value weaker than what it really is. And I'm sorry. If that's happening to me, I want nothing to do with this company ever again. She doesn't have to worry about getting work again. The whole wrestling world supports her. If people in WWE don't support her, guess what? What, guess what she's going to do? She's going to go to AEW if she feels like. It. She's going to go literally anywhere she wants because that's the talent she is. Naomi, Naomi's really interesting to me because of who she's married to. Obviously. You know, we have the bloodline here that are on top of the world. Mm-hmm. They have six total title belts in their grasp. That's true. And yet... And yet, somehow, somehow, Naomi, and you know, it's fine that Naomi's, you know, they don't have to be this, they don't have to be combined at the hip or anything. But it's so weird to me that how how much she's been mistreated continuously, and I mean that has been going on for years. Her frustrations have been reported for years. So everyone gets to that bursting point, and. I think Sasha was on the brink of it for a long time anyways. Naomi probably was too. So this coming together for them, it was a matter of, okay, well, if you're going to do this to us and if you're not going to give us what you promised us after promising us something else, then we're out of here. They promised them a tag team title reign worthy of their time. They didn't get that. That was after Sasha Banks was promised a WrestleMania title match against Charlotte Flair. So, as far as I'm concerned, they're right to walk out. And I saw people, oh, I can't believe they walked out. Do you know who has walked out before? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, Stone Cold has went back and said, you know, I shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. But do you know who also walked back, Ryan? I think we know the answer. CM Punk walked out. CM Punk walked out. He never stepped foot back in WWE. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks, Naomi, they should be doing the same, especially with the way they have handled it as in WWE and made this so public. They've made this so public. We watch Pat McAfee's reaction on SmackDown. <laughs> it's the ultimate, like all of us being like, really? This is this is how you're going about this. You're not just gonna release a statement and let it go. You know, you didn't address Nash Carter and what he did when you made those titles vacant, but you have to do this. And it's because they, they are going to have to suffer the consequences of Sasha Banks going somewhere and being a bigger star, which she was going to do one way or the other anyway. So pretty sure. So WWE is wrong, obviously. And I hope these two, I don't know what, they're going to do after because I think Naomi is worth an ad for any women's division. And I like I Sasha Banks is worth an ad for literally any form of entertainment. 
we, yeah. we've seen it she she's in star wars she probably is getting more acting roles but she loves professional wrestling and the last thing i want is her to not be in professional wrestling anymore oh yeah you you, you it, this whole situation is wild to me uh on top of that it's also like their contracts are also almost up so it's it that adds that, a very interesting wrinkle to all of it someone made a good point if sasha's contract is legitimately up in like a month yeah yeah, maybe should have just stuck it out because now the suspension's gonna yeah. extend. Yeah, that that's part of it. Is that you know suspended indefinitely? I don't know how that's frustrations any of their contracts, but it is certainly like you the know merch thing. By the way, yeah, that's that's it, it, no matter what. Coming back to the table of contract negotiations is not going to be pretty good, you know, no. for either of these women. You know, it is literally going to be. I don't. I, I don't think either of them right now are interested parties in contract negotiations. But whatever. You know, this whole thing is very interesting because um, you know this is like the second or third time that Sasha Banks has uh, attempted to walk out of the company. Naomi, we don't know about like if she's ever tried to walk out of the company. We know she's been frustrated in the past, but we don't know if she's ever like you know actively walked yeah. out um, or wanted to walk out. But yeah, you know, it's Sasha Banks. I'll, I'll say no, you know, let's talk about Naomi first. Naomi, uh, she's she'll be fine. Totally fine. I think she's a solid wrestler. She'll certainly get bookings all over the place. Um, and she's really good. I think she's underrated. I don't think she's mm-hmm. utilized correctly. Um, you know, she's not per- a star. She's a star. She's not a perfect wrestler, but she's well known. She's been in WWE forever. Forever. She's <laughs> she's been trained by WB. She's never been outside of it. So, if anything, I think being outside of it might make her an even better wrestler. Um, but she's really good. She's underrated. She has a great crowd connection, which is very valuable. Uh, and, you know, with what WWE gives her in terms of promos, I think she's a pretty good promo uh, yeah. to boot. Uh, but saying that, you know, this uh, this Sasha Banks is a way bigger star than her. Now, is Sasha Banks like a my, uh, like a rock level Hollywood talent, Batista level Hollywood talent? Talent? No, 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 no. She's she's the closest woman to woman's wrestler to that. Yeah, but even then, she is like when John Cena did like movies. You know, she's she's like no. kind of starting to get known in Hollywood, but not not fully there. She's getting there. She has she has time to get there. The Rock wasn't there immediately. You know, the Scorpion King. No, he wasn't there immediately. <laughs> uh, but Sasha Banks can potentially get there. Uh, she can easily walk out. It, it, I would be extremely. They would. I, it's not that I would be unhappy. It would be Sasha Banks. You would be a freaking moron to come back into this company after all of these situations. I don't know how she's feeling about it. Ever, any, you know, ever. But she looks like she's living her best life. Actually, going to Steve Aoki concerts. Up. But it's just like, just what are you doing? You should have left before, and this you knew that this was going to happen again. Guess what? It happened again. Two strikes, three strikes are out, right? I mean, you can't be in this company anymore. Naomi, if you want to come back in, come back in. Do like a a bloodline thing. You know, whatever. I don't care. Uh, But I think Naomi and Sasha Banks, it's because it's, you know, you could say, yes, there's the argument of like, yeah, you should have maybe just waited out. The smart thing to be do is just w- do the thing, wait out your contract for the next two months. Uh, I mean, you know, that would have been them then going on to Hell in a Cell, losing, 
and then that's it. Their contract runs out. If they want to walk, they can walk. Um, but it's not that. When when this happens, this sort of situation happens, I'm certain they had a conversation about whether or not they walk out. But they decided to make a to take a message, to give a message to upper management of WWE. And I don't fault them for that. I applaud them for the message that they gave. And we saw the reaction. You know, immediately when I see this press release come out, which is a in itself, Scotty, a wild press release, talking Raw is a scripted live television show. These are title belts. You know, all these words that they never say on television. Very yeah, interesting. They freaking lost their mind on that one. I thought immediately that this was all like, oh, they're trying to cover up something and try to get ahead of the PR yeah, uh, because they did something bad. You know, they're blasting it out to ESPN, yeah. blasting out to a bunch of these Yahoo, a bunch of these news outlets, Washington Post, all that jazz. You know what's wicked funny? What's that? When, uh, so I, I was working Monday and I saw that, I saw the original match announced. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, uh, I saw that they did the Becky Oscar thing. Mm-hmm. I said, I literally said out loud, "Did Sasha like leave again?" <laughs> and then she did, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, holy shit, she actually left!" Because you don't you don't announce that and then switch it dramatically to not include. You know, well, everyone else. To be fair, it is it is WWE. Yeah, I know, but they rarely could have done. But that. I will, I will say, they rarely announce a match like that. The head of their show, sure, and the then event, yeah. change it an hour later in the most like, uh, what do we do? Way, and that's the way it came off. And I was like, okay, well, but, Sasha was in that match, <laughs> but it's also like very much WWE booking. Last year at SummerSlam, memory was supposed to be Bianca versus Sasha, and Sasha was not going to be there, and they kept advertising her. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, what? You know, oh, they let us down. Um, There's another one though. What's that? She had her SummerSlam match taken away. That well, that's true. That's true. It's a whole thing. It's the a, two it, biggest shows of the year. She had her title match dissolve into well, nothing. What, what was the Sasha Banks situation of SummerSlam? I don't quite um, I've heard some things. I don't remember if that was reported, though. What, 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 do you remember what was reported? I don't remember what was reported. I remember... I don't re- believe it was a break. I can't remember if it was a break or an injury. I don't remember what I wonder if it was happened to do with COVID. I think it might have happened to do with COVID. Mm, that could be it. I think, I, I think that's what it was. Either way... You know, when I first read this PR blast, I thought it was like them doing something bad. It has become way more apparent now that this whole thing was just Vince failing to do the Vince charm and doing petty bullshit. He did the same thing as Stone Cold. He did the same thing as CM Punk. It's all mm-hmm. this petty bullshit that, and that's the other thing. The PR blast apparently got reportedly got sent to all the talent, including Sasha Banks and Naomi. You know, they're seeing, reading this and being like, what the fuck? Uh, immediately. It's it's unbelievable that it would be unbelievable for them to return. And I would think it would be foolish for them to return. I don't, at this point, if you're going to stand up for yourself, stand up for the other talent, stand up for the, the belts that you believe in, I don't give a shit if, if there are 
upset people calling them marks. They're idiots. They're, it's not about being a mark. It's about putting yourself over and maintaining your, your overness. Sasha Banks is the most over. She is more over in this company than Roman Reigns. And I'll say that. There's, there's facts that uh, prove that point. She's a constant quarter-hour bump. She's the person that's been, that is the most over in this company. She is their biggest star, and they've been treating her like this for years. And I don't yeah. know why she keeps coming back to them. Leave for the well, love of God. She came back once, to be fair. I know. Back once. I know. But once is too many. Had things changed? No. You could argue. She changed as a wrestler because of that. Yeah. She went to Japan. She came back better than ever. That's true. That's she true. had that run with Bailey, which but, but I think look, was everything. But that also was very emblematic of like Sasha. Look how good when you had like time off and went to Sendai Girls and learned a little bit. Imagine what you could do if you just left the company and became had, an even better wrestler. She had, I think she wanted to prove something. And she got the main event to WrestleMania. Now she has nothing to prove. In that company, she has nothing else to prove other than cementing her legacy, which WWE it's already cemented. It's 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 cemented what she can do, but WWE controls that legacy, and we've already seen them starting to rip out her legacy from Tur- this company. Turned into Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I mean, it's in the she opening tur- video, she turned into Cody Rhodes. She turned into Rhea Ripley. Cody Rhodes. Based uh, off of what he's done, he won't like that. Come on. Yeah. So it, it would be foolish. Naomi, I would love to see her walk. Sasha Banks has to walk. Um, yeah. I think that's the best way to look at it. That yeah. really, Sasha has to walk. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's at this point, it's put your money where your mouth is. They and, put their, and, they put their money where they put the mouth, they put their mouth out there. They, they walked off. You can't go back. Yeah. If you go I'm, back, you're going to lose a lot of respect. And I don't know how many stands will be able to come back for Sasha here. I'm willing to say this. Besides CM Punk, Sasha Banks should be the biggest ad AEW's had from WWE to AEW because she is the game changer. She's a must get. The women's division. She's more than a must get. I called Swerve Strickland a must get. She is like as important as a free agent as wrestling's going to see. She is like for a very oh, long time. It would be if Becky or Charlotte or Roman or those like, four horsewomen. Yeah. We always said if one falls out and it happens to be the most popular one, mm-hmm. she goes over there, everything changes. Yeah. For one, the women's division in AEW, because mm-hmm. now you have your face. That you, no offense to Britt Baker, but you've needed that face that delivers in every sort of way. Yeah, major she's major that. Star. She's a major star. Immediately, yeah. immediately draws like hundreds of thousands of fans over to AEW. Yeah, she's the one that you put in front of the posters at all times, right? Like yep. she is on every poster. Like she's a punk. She's CM da- Punk is Danielson. Sting in terms of pro- no, well, yeah, but that's it's true. Like yeah. that is how important she is, and no doubt in my mind, that's who you go for if she's free. Um, mm-hmm. Also, opens the chances for some of my dream matches. So, her versus, I mean, just look at AEW roster alone. Her versus, I'm sure she would want to wrestle Riho, Sheeta, Yuka. Sir, she wants. She'd to have a great time there. 
Her versus the whole baddie section would be very fun. Hogan yeah. would be great. Red Velvet. Thing, she's wrestled everyone in WWE. Mm-hmm. And they're not bringing in talent that you know she's probably wanted to work with anymore. That's not their goal. So if Sasha Banks goes back, this will be another case of we just can't feel bad for the talent anymore um, because, you know, we're so everyone's supporting her and supporting Naomi. But if you go back, well, yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly there's been reports about some. It looks like the reports kind of range of like talent support from like these are marks to I completely agree with what they did, but I don't necessarily agree with how they did it. Which, yeah. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? Do you have any thoughts about like how they did? Would you have done something differently? I don't know how else you make a bigger statement than go home. Yeah. In that company, you can't do anything else. You can't, you can't have a meeting with Vince McMahon and hope everything changes. You can't. Which if they, Sasha which, Banks which can't do it. Which they did and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, Sasha Banks tried. She did. That's what I want to give them credit for. They tried. I, yeah, I think they did. I think that's a part of the story that people are overlooking is that they Sasha legitimately Banks, tried to fix things, and then when Sasha Banks happened. was eliminated from by Zelina Vega in the Royal Rumble, she could have walked out that night, and I would have understood. <laughs> we, we seriously, we said it on that show uh, when we reviewed the Royal Rumble. We said, "Why was she eliminated so early? She is the star." Everyone wants to see her. She had almost a Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan moment when he was eliminated from uh, the Royal Rumble and the way he was. Or, hell, let me bring it up again. CM Punk. CM Punk came out number one that year, and he was eliminated by Kane. Just because. Like, again, guess who came out number one this year? Sasha Banks. These things are following each other. But she's not taking seven years off from the ring if she's leaving. Okay. If she gets out with by the end of the year, she's going to be the biggest free agent signing in pro wrestling this year and could change a lot for women's wrestling in AEW and change a lot because then you lose a Shield member, now you're losing a horsewoman. You nailed it on the head. Sasha Banks, her biggest thing is the legacy that she leaves. WWE, to her, to us, we know what her legacy in WWE is. WWE is going to do everything in the power to remove her from that, right? Yeah. But she's done as she can. If she doesn't feel like that's enough, she never became the true face of the company, all this other stuff, what better way, what better time than leave AEW? I get her not leaving in 2019 when AEW just started. That, yeah. That's unknown property. I get it. Some people took the chance. Some people didn't. I get it. But now you have the spot. You can go do it. You're more established in Hollywood than you were in 2019. You can go over to Japan and wrestle a bunch of women there. You are totally able to do everything you want, have it all, have the money, have the time to do things and still be able to wrestle uh, and have and cement that legacy by becoming the, the face of the AEW women's division. That's what's in store for her. Naomi, yeah. I want to see her go over there. I want to see her in AEW. I think she's another great hand, a great ter- person to wrestle with. She has great stuff. She's underrated. She's not perfect, but she's still really good. Uh, 
I would love to see her go out there. I, I'm trying to bring up Naomi a lot because Sasha Banks is obviously the easiest thing to be like, she's the big star. Let's talk about her. But Naomi also walked out. Naomi's contract is also almost up. I got to give her total props in the world. In the same show that they're talking how how unprofessional she is and how uh, they uh, let us all down, her husband become, became dual tag team champions. So yeah. she's fine money wise, I guess, yeah. you know, but she can still make a contract. She'll get indie bookings. She'll get all this other stuff, whatever she wants to do. I'm sure she'll be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you made a good point of how like, don't forget Naomi and all of this. It's just, I, I can't help but think of the stone cold, which I tweeted about earlier this week the Stone Cold Steve Austin interview with Sasha Banks and how she pretty much said, I want to be the greatest and I'm not going to just sit down and say, Oh, thank you for this. Thank you for that. No, I'm taking what I want. She took what she wanted. And that is the freedom to get treated correctly, which I feel is a very fair thing to take. Yeah. And uh, I guess we'll see now what happens. Obviously it's a story that's never going to stop developing. It seems um, suspended indefinitely. What does that mean? Nobody knows, but it sure seems like, you know, we say like, oh, they could keep him under contract for a while or they could just straight up release. Him. They could always do that. WWE is very petty and that's something they do. I don't know. Maybe Sasha Banks wants to have another wedding. She'll get released on her wedding day. The, she can, get, she'll, she'll, she'll she can get ask Mikazi. Let's, uh, let's renew our vows. Yeah. And then so that, so that she can get her contract. She should. Uh, she she'll. You know, they'll, like what will probably it. happen is they just on on the day before the contract lets out they'll uh, get it released <laughs> and then have nine. That's years. forever screwed up, by the way. Yeah. How CM Punk on his wedding day? That's so got fucked up. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. In a in a I in a, in I don't know how unrelated this is. Stephanie McMahon, chief brand officer, tweeted out a. Uh, uh, an interesting tweet this week as well. I believe this was tweeted out on Thursday uh, during this week of PR disaster, I would argue, saying that as of tomorrow, I'm taking a leave of absence from the majority of my responsibilities at WWE. WWE is a lifelong legacy for me, and I look forward to returning to the company that I love after taking the time to focus on my family. Scotty, uh, I... I, I, you know, I don't want to necessarily be like the person that's like, yeah, don't take time or anything. So I just argue that for Sasha Banks and Naomi. But it is very interesting to me that this is happening. One, this happened right after after a conference call, investor call that her husband Triple H was on. This happened during this week with WWE doing a massive PR blast of all this stuff. And I don't feel like that'd be a big issue for the chief brand officer. And... I just listen to other podcasts. They talk about how the phrasing of uh, spend some time with my family is just weird because sometimes that's code for I kind of got pushed down a little bit on my co- company. So what is your take on this whole Stephanie McMahon situation? Uh, I think it's a number of things. Like, obviously, people are going to say, like, oh, she must have got pushed out. But we have to remember what she's been through over the past year with mm-hmm. her husband. Right. Triple H was like borderline almost going to die yeah like that's what how he explained it and uh that's a lot mm-hmm. obviously especially when you're in such a high position as she is yep and you have kids and 
you're dealing with so many other factors. Obviously, people are going to be like, oh, you know, Nikon, blah, 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 blah. And that's probably true. You know, Nikon's obviously taking pretty much everything over. But I do credit a lot more to what's been actually happening in our family uh, because of that Triple H. We didn't know about the Triple H stuff. I think it'd be even way more fair to just be like, oh, we know what's happening here. Uh, But I, I agree with what you're saying. I am just saying that I just think that that. I agree that the stress of all that stuff is a lot. But it's also weird that this happened the day of reports go out that Triple H is back working. Like, it's yeah, like, it is it, interesting. It's like, oh, I'm going to spend time with my family, but my husband's back to work. So, yeah, that, that's the thing that, yeah. I'm, that that that's the thing that gives me pause to that argument. Yeah, I, I could see her wanting out. Like we're saying, we she got pushed out, but I could see her wanting out. I mean, possible. You kind of watch. Obviously, Triple H had what he had, but you kind of watch Triple H's baby get destroyed, yeah. uh, which is NXT, and you see, you just kind of you see writing on the wall. Obviously, well, not just the baby of NXT just destroyed, but the but his role, his his <laughs> his role, and the the future plans for what happens when Vince yeah. dies. So it, it's it, like it was set up. At one point in time, Triple H and Stephanie would take over the company. Now, now that is completely gone and never going to right. happen. Never going to happen. So we've watched Shane walk out multiple times. He's out right I'll now. see him get released. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I do think that family in the sense that a lot to happen to her does take is part of it. But it's also seeing the writing on the wall. I think I think that does have to do with it. Now, if she ever now if she goes back, it's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Well, let's. But I mean, go ahead. I, we don't really know, right? We don't really know. It does. It doesn't help that Nick Khan got all the the uh, the role, the responsibility. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. so that's the thing about that is is we can we can you know put our tinfoil hats on about this whole Stephanie McMahon situation, but at the end of the day, Nick Khan. Just got more power in this company. He has more control over things in this company specifically, and vice versa. I'm not using that phrase right. Vince McMahon is the only McMahon left in this company right now. Linda's gone. Stephanie's gone. Shane's gone. Triple H is there, <laughs> but like very much demoted. He, he's he's like the click. He's like he's like he got screwed over, and he's the one getting taking all the shit for it. You know he's. It's it's not great, and no. no matter what way you slice it, the fact of the matter is that Nick Khan has the most power he's ever had in this company, and the McMahon's still have a lot of money, still have a lot of their stock stuff. You know, they have a lot of the controlling power. Oh, trust me, Vince has plenty of power. I watched what just happened with Sasha and Naomi. Yeah, uh, <laughs> totally. But uh, it is it is very much interesting that it's just another. I love the meme going around of the, I believe it's like the Mortal Kombat uh, tournament thing where it's just like Nick Khan rising beating yeah. Triple H beating you, Stephanie. You know what's? I thought about this though. You know how I know Vince McMahon has power enough still. Why is that? I feel like Nick Khan releases Sasha Banks and Naomi instantly. Mm. Yeah, he, I, Nick, Nick, Vince wouldn't. Nick Khan wouldn't do all this petty bullshit. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't think I think the way we've seen Nick Khan work, obviously, of releasing talent at will, it's like I think he would cut the ties. Like Sasha Banks obviously makes a lot of money. Um, I'm sure Naomi doesn't have a cheap contract either. So I think that's where I do see some Vince influence still. <laughs> you know, like Vince is king of petty bullshit and holding people kind of into their contracts for as long as he can and, you know, whatever and so forth. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, yeah, Nick Khan has a lot of power. That goes without saying. Mm-hmm. But this is sometimes in some ways when it comes to the wrestlers and the wrestling, this is still Vince McMahon's house. Uh, but on the uh, end of Sa- Stephanie McMahon, she can go do whatever she wants. Hope she's okay. Hope her family's okay. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know what's going on at home either. So if there is something, go take care of it. And uh, yeah, WWE's going to get sold soon. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's uh, that argument of WWE getting sold is. Is looking more and more real by the by the. I by mean, the if, week, Vince, by the month. If, if Vince ever steps down or walks away from something for two seconds, then it's <laughs> you just tell me it was already sold without telling me. Yeah, it, the moment Vince dies, the moment Vince walks away, which he'll never walk away. So the moment Vince dies, might uh, never die. That's also <laughs> true. Uh, he'll just get keep getting do that do that uh, Hollywood not Hollywood thing. What's that thing? Rich people do. They get like the blood transfusions from young people. You know about oh, that? Yeah. Uh, just keep doing that. Uh, just keep getting blood from I don't know Titus O'Neil or something. That's poor guy. That's why he's still there. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm just joking. Um, you know, uh, as soon as like he dies, then Nick Khan seemingly is going to probably take control there, and Nick Khan is 100% going to flip the company and sell it. I I I I don't see Nick Khan keeping the company and being like, yeah, I'm going to settle in here. He is a guy that is about all about making the most amount of money possible. And what is more, yeah. what is the most amount of money than selling this multi-billion-dollar company? I mean, it's yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we draw closer and closer as these things happen. Now, does Nick Khan ever convince Vince to sell? I don't know. I don't know, but there's less there's less people inside so. of the room, I guess now. So. I think if there's a deal, yeah. I just I can't wait could. to see uh, they sell the company, but then he names Bruce Pritchard as CEO, um, <laughs> Kevin Dunn as CFO or something like that. To Kevin Dunn, head of talent. To quote relations. John Moxley, "Fuck Kevin Dunn." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, two massive uh, stories, obviously, coming out of AEW. Yeah, I mean, it took up nearly an hour of our conversation already. It's big stuff. It's big stuff. And I don't, and it's obviously two things that will kind of, you know, we'll get more details as time goes on. But it is, you know, if there's ever been more of a, a, if if there's ever been a week that has been a massive shakeup for WWE, to me, this is it. Um, it feels and as big most as of it's obviously because the bloodline has all the titles. <laughs> that is true. And that is true. The bloodline have all the titles. Uh, you know, what else? Uh, Mad Cat Moss is probably going to get a new look. That's new to me. That makes sense, though, seeing he had 
Oh, no, uh, LA Knight has a new this. name again. Max Dupree, baby. Why does he? Why did they give him a new name when LA Knight was already a new name? That's no. See, that's a good question. However, however, hear me out here. Is it really a worse name, Max Dupree? Like well, but LA what? Knight wasn't LA Knight wasn't a name. <laughs> no, I agree. I think Max Dupree is better. But the but song's gone, so that sucks. I just hate the Max L- Dupree name. A night, 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 night. I just hate the name. Why just, just why why have an I in Dupree? Just just do P R E E. What are we doing? Just what what the thing? They already about, had a Dupree twenty years ago. Damn it! We can't think he's related to Renee. And now he's out there losing the case. He didn't lose the case. He, he lost. Uh, <laughs> what did he lose to? He lost to worse. Lost to Michael Logan. Ah, jeez. Anyways, let's talk about some fun stuff that we're excited about. And that is double. Yeah, the rest nothing. of the ways here. Fun. It's fun here. Whatever. I don't know. Those are words. Bosch. No, we're talking about AEW. Talking about AEW. We're going to preview double or nothing now. Yeah, we're because te- it's the big talking point. I thought I would have closed the show. Thought we were going to close the show big. No, we're going to close the show with stardom. Oh, so we are closing the show big. We went over the show order before we started, and you said I didn't know. No, no, hear me out here. I didn't actually know that was the order. (laughs) You weren't paying attention, is what you're saying. Uh, no, I did. (laughs) I did, but you sometimes change it on the. You sometimes change it. That's right. Yeah, as we're going, I'll change it now. Let's talk about uh, flaming kicks. Cano, Janela, who would win? One of them almost got burnt to death. So, so, uh, but Cano uses it and loses. We're not talking about GCW again. Janela, Janela at least won his match. So, well, I mean, if you expected Cano to win a match, <laughs> then that's shame on you. That's fair. Anyways, let's talk about AEW Double or Nothing. It's gonna be a show happening next week, next Sunday. We're gonna be doing a, a bonus episode. We're gonna do a review to it. Um, Already tired. Already tired. Is that going to be a live reaction? We haven't talked about this. Are we doing a live reaction? But uh, I mean, well, it doesn't matter for the audience, but are we doing a live reaction? Or are we going to record it next morning? Like first thing next morning? Um, I don't know. We'll talk, we'll talk <laughs> do about. we want it out the next morning? I would like to have it out the next day. I mean, then, it's going to be out the next day no matter what. It's just. I mean, we did good the doing the night of. That's true. That's true. Okay. And you're we'll off that. the next day? I'm off the next day. No, we'll just do that. We'll, we'll record right after the show. So it'll be, it'll be our live thoughts, uh, but you'll be yeah. able to get to hear it uh, exclusively. Yeah. Don't let me sleep on it. Mm-mm. Don't let me sleep on it. Let me call a match that might not be the greatest match of all time exactly that. Mm-hmm. Let me let me call, uh, let me say something just totally ridiculous. Yeah. But it's going to not be. Not that I don't do that now. It's obviously so we're gonna do a, a exclusive uh bonus episode for the uh podcast listeners. We're not gonna do a live stream or anything. So yeah, it's, no. it's it's gonna be at like midnight, so we're not gonna do that. Unless you want ghost Ryan. Yeah. Um it is going to be so if you want to listen to our double or nothing uh live reaction, it's gonna be at the next so- day exclusively on the podcast feeds. There's a QR code. If you're watching right now, there's a QR code right in the bottom right side of your screen. And if you're listening it on a podcast device and you're not subscribed, then subscribe right now. Make sure you'll be able to listen to our Double or Nothing thoughts immediately talking about it. We're not going to talk about it on the show proper. We're not going to talk about a Ring Post Radio. The only way you'll be able to listen to it 
is on the podcast feed. So make sure you subscribe and make sure you can get it when it drops next Monday. Um, but as of right now, Scotty, let's talk about Double or Nothing. One whole week in Las Vegas. Yes. Can you believe it? Well, I mean, Double or Nothing is in Las Vegas for the first time since the first one, the first ever AEW show. That's insane. Mm-hmm. This is the, the T-Mobile Arena is where Double or Nothing is happening. Before we get into this car, I want to I want to kind of think of a past couple here, right? Just to give a thought of how, where we've gone since that first one. So that first one, obviously, the main event was Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho mm-hmm. for the number one contendership to the AEW world title, but pretty much for the world title yeah. in, in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Moxley debuted. Mm-hmm. On obviously a huge debut, mm-hmm. um, you know you had Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros. You had some women's matches on there. You had Cody versus Dustin, which obviously was probably the match that really kicked AEW into gear. And now look where we are. Cody's not even there anymore. I mean, just a, a lot has changed. First since that first, first Kylie Ray was on that show. Kylie Ray was on that show. Awesome Kong and Brandy Rhodes. Remember that? Kylie Ray Ray didn't make it the rest of the year. First match Uh, of the show, SCU versus Strong Hearts. Do you know Kip Sabian had the first ever AEW win? Uh, On the buy-in? Yeah. Yeah, he beat Sammy Guevara. Now look where we are with Sammy Guevara. The, the, The cesspool that is the TNT championship never goes away. Uh, but yeah, a lot's happened, obviously. So now we're here, double or nothing four. And I I'm excited. A, I, I had a I had a TNT question to a, a button to for to push a button on you about uh because I knew you you have a diatribe on the TNT title already, but you you already you leaked it. You leaked the diatribe a little bit. I leaked it. It's, I, it's, I, it's, it's coming out of you. <laughs> it's leaking. I'm, I'm going to hold back. I'm going to hold back. Even though I'm pretty sure Paige Van Zandt is going to wrestle on this show, even though it's not announced, but I have no idea anymore. Oh, uh, well, let's let's figure that out. Paige Van Zandt had a Michinoku driver in her I saw uh, that. video she posted. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I thought I was like, oh, she's just doing a body slam. It's like, nope, Michinoku driver. I was like, whoa, holy shit. <laughs> Uh, well, let's talk about this. Uh, there's nothing really announced yet for the buy-in, but except for Mark Sterling and Tony Nese versus Dan Housen and Hook. We got, uh, well, we got to preview that. Got to preview got, that. Got to preview that. Got to preview that. Uh, I, I actually have always wanted to ask you this because we don't talk about like AEW television every week. Do you like Dan Housen? Yes. Okay. In, in, in the role that he is in, yes. I'm not okay. like a huge fan of Dan Housen. I'm not like someone that's like on Twitter. You're not going like, to buy his merch. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't really buy much wrestling merch uh, to begin with. Aren't you cool? Um, yes, I am. Uh, I'm the bad boy of the <laughs> podcast. And this is my B boy stance. Um, you know, uh, I, but I, as, as the act that he is, he's on the buy in. He is serving. He's replacing that Orange Cassidy role of of that comedic wrestler. Uh, he is uh, someone that had a ma- had their debut match and get squashed in like five seconds. As that guy, perfect, totally fine. This promotion needed something like that. Can't you know? Every promotion needs something like that. Did it though? 
Did it look, look, look. No, no, no. no. It doesn't, it it doesn't need it. It doesn't need <laughs> it. But as long as he's staying here, as long as he's not in any title picture, totally fine with it. As soon as he gets into a title picture, then I'm like, all right. All right. I don't know about this one. But he did right now. It's just like, all right, fine. I can handle that. I can handle. You know, it's it is what it is. I I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't get why he's so popular. I mean, good for him. Good for him that he he developed this character and it's gotten over and he's making a shit ton of money through merch and yada yada yada. Good for him, right? Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. But I must admit, I'm not a big Orange Cassidy guy either. But at least I know what Orange Cassidy brings to the table in terms of wrestling. Yeah. I mean, this, the Orange Cassidy was in the AEW World title match a year ago at Double or Nothing. So, like, that that was when I was like, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. But at, least or, at least Orange um, Cassidy can wrestle better than Dan Hazen. So, it's like, all right, at least yeah. I'm going to get something somewhat Hook's semi-dribble. great, though. So, yeah. But I'm as saying, long I mean, as Hook's great. Yeah, this is just the way to slow down Hook. That's what it is. Yeah, and also, you know, if, not if it was like momentum though. Yeah, it's something that's like they're slowly building Hook up, and they're he's in the prelim on a buy. He buy could be the again. TNT champion right now, and everyone would be so happy. But no, no, I don't think I don't think has. No, he could. He could. I'm seeing what's happening. That was. I'll wait for your question one. later. I'll wait for your question later. I don't know if I, if I should give the question anymore because it's, it, you know, it's, I should just let you go on the tirade. Nope. Well, anyways, um, let's talk. How many do you think? How many? Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry. How it's, many uh, pre-show leak, matches do you think we get? We got three out. last time. It's leaking out. Uh, no, this is like a serious question. We got three last time. Yeah. I mean, well, we've always had like two or three typically. Yeah. So presumably there'll be another one. Um, I'm thinking I, a women's match and another one. A women's match would make sense of who that could be. <laughs> I gotta look at the roster. Remember, hey, what's happening here? Uh, like honestly, it's just like I don't know. Um, well, Anna Jay's on the paper, so it, it's it's a little bit determinate. <laughs> so it's like a little bit determinate about the Owen tournament. Uh, Anna Jay is on the pay per view. Holy uh, crap! We're gonna have three women's matches on the paper. On the paper. On the pape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone asked Tony Khan if he's okay. Um, let's see. Is AQA gonna be there? Man, I don't know. Maybe. All right. If we go through the entire women's roster, we're not gonna get any answers. We're I don't know. What, what I would do. What I would do is just do like, um, you know, you, you can easily just do like kind of like losers of the bracket face each other so you can do like um i don't know brit versus statlander i was or... gonna say hater and rebel versus soho and storm but don't you want brett on brit on the oh you're assuming brit wins okay fair so yes. you said storm that's yeah. kind of what i was so one of those two because uh, yeah. you want them on the pay-per-view got and it, i think that's it, part it. of the reason why the that second buy-in match hasn't been announced yet is because they have to determine who's winning the the tournament you know so i i think i think it's like once we figure out who's winning on wednesday and going on to the finals of the tournament then yeah. we can be like okay this is what's happening um 
yeah, yeah you yeah, could yeah. do that you can do the baddies you know you there was three like last time by the way oh perfect uh, they were layla hirsch versus chris statlander which was pretty good hook versus qt marshall short which was seconds uh, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews versus Pack, Pentagon, and Eric Redbeard. That's true. That is that is a thing that happened. I don't this know. one's going to be a lot better, by the yeah. way. And that was good. Well, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about double double or nothing proper. Um, let's all the way from Las Vegas, Nevada. Owens Hart Foundation Men's Tournament Final Match. It's going to be Adam Cole on one side and yet to be determined. Will it be Kyle O'Reilly or will it be the other guy? Samoa Joe. Joe. Samoa Joe. Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. What do you want to see? It would be really weird if they did Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. I would not like it. I would not welcome it. (laughs) uh, I'm good without seeing that match for a little bit. Uh, they they had a couple duds in NXT, a couple, couple duds comparably to what I think people wanted from those two. And I think you already have the trick of Samoa Joe's fighting through, you know, the shoulder injury and for that Jay Lethal gave him. And he can win. He can be, he can be Kyle O'Reilly. And then he can lose to Adam Cole. I think it has to be Joe and Adam Cole. That's a pay-per-view match. That Joe versus Adam Cole is a good pay-per-view match, but it also very much feels like Adam Cole is going to be winning this whole thing then. I don't yeah, think- he's winning. Yeah. No questions. I, I, that, I think that's been apparent for me since the start, though. I mean, that's probably true. I never had hope in anyone else. Once the Joker was fucking Johnny Elite. Mm-hmm. Not even the best part about that about Johnny Elite <laughs> is everyone got so excited, <laughs> and then John Morrison walked out and they're like, Oh, the, the pop <laughs> to Johnny, and everyone's like, Johnny Elite, all right, okay, still good. And then he walks out, and you're like, Oh, oh it's, still, it's still cool. I I'm thought still it was it. Johnny wrestling. No, yeah. it's just it's just Johnny Game Changer, slash Johnny Caballero. Slash I'm not going to go through them all. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I would. I think a much more interesting match to me, and I think most people, would be Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole, simply because it's a match I don't think we've ever seen before. Uh, whereas Kyle Riley, we've obviously seen before in, in NXT. I wanna, actually, I want to ask you, you know what's funny about the Samoa Joe, who do you wrestle? Johnny Elite. Yeah, Johnny Elite. Uh I thought Samoa Joe looked so good in that match comparably to Johnny Elite. <laughs> like, he felt like the better, obviously, he's a better all-time wrestler. But, like, I remember when Joe came back originally, I was like, eh, he looks, he looks okay. Mm-hmm. But now he looks like he's Joe, like, when he's wrestling, while Johnny Elite did not look good. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I, I was wondering if you felt the same about Mr. Joe which kind of has me excited yeah. for the match with Adam Cole now. It's the thing I've said about every single WWE person that leaves and goes into a promotion. When they go into well, indie stuff, you don't. it's harder to see and harder to shake off, but every single person coming out of the company starts off with WWE rust, It's which I would argue is worse than ring rust. Yeah. 
Well, Joe's a different case overall. Yeah, but it happened with him too. You saw it, like you just said. It, he he started. He didn't. He came in. It was like, all right, okay, this is Joe, and now he's getting into it. That's well, no, I mean, he didn't Suzuki, wrestle for a year. This is which is also true, but the Suzuki <laughs> stuff got it out of him yeah. more. Yeah, I um, mean, we saw it. We that see would it get everybody. that would get it out of me. <laughs> yeah, it, it it gets it out of everybody. So we'll it'd be a good uh, pay per view opener. Oh, yeah, I think that would be. I think it would be very solid. And it'd be very solid, too, because it'd also be like a Ring of Honor history match. Right, so, right. Good stuff right. to do it. Uh, speaking about the Owen, let's talk about the Owen Hart Foundation Women Tournament final match. We don't know it yet. We still got stuff to do for it, but it's pretty much going to be either Tony Storm or Britt Baker on one side, and then either Ruby Soho and Red Velvet on the other side. Nope, Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander, yes. So it would be Ru- Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander on the other side. Which, What match do you think would be the most interesting, the best match to see? Well, I thought Tony Storm was winning this from the start. So a little weird that it's double baby face on the other side. So maybe your heel idea is right, but I'm going to just go with the gut of Tony Storm still winning this. Uh, what's the better match? I mean, I think Chris Statlander is one of their best overall talents. Women's wise. Yeah. So, but if Tony's winning, I think you want to make her look her best. And I, I feel Ruby could probably do that just based off. I, I don't think Chris and, uh, I don't think Chris and Tony have ever wrestled. So, no. thinking about that. But if, if it's what you think with Britt winning, mm-hmm. again, it's a toss up because you, she could be either one, obviously. Yeah, it there's a well that's a, because that's always a thing is that you it's the pay per view so you want to do heel versus face but it's also a tournament so you really don't have to do heel versus face. Right. I would love to see Tony Storm versus Ruby Soho. I think to me that's best case scenario. Um, but I honestly think it's going to be that. I think we'll probably like I said. I think we'll probably do Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. That's my inkling. Um, I like the idea of doing what we what I talked about of the the buy in of doing Tony Storm Ruby Soho versus Jamie Hader and Rebel, you know, doing that again. Uh, I don't like anything about Rebel wrestling, but okay, it's on the pre show, so who cares? Um, and then you can do Chris Statlander versus I do because I have to watch it, Brian. <laughs> you can also do Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker, and then Britt Baker wins. Adam Cole wins. They unveil two black and pink belts. Yay. I think then we, then we got, then right from there, we have, uh, we can do immediate stuff with them as a team, Britt Baker and Adam Cole. It'd be like, hey, they they won the Owen together. They're, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. And, you know, maybe they can do some cool, like, uh, um, some continuations of like uh, mixed tag matches, and you know maybe there's some other couples that are in the company: Sky Blue, Dante Martin. Um, I don't know Julia Hartley Johnson. Uh, I don't know Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti. 
Or, you know, maybe there's other couples outside of the company that are available to wrestle. I don't think they have to be. Re- I don't think they have to be couples. You no, no, but that could be like fun. Stacks. That could be a fun thing to do and, and get some other couples outside of the company. I get it. You just want mixed match challenge back. I don't so want mixed match challenge it. back. I'm just saying that I, I kind of want Starcast own Johnny Gargano and maybe Candice LeRae to come in and face these two. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Okay, okay, cool, cool, great, awesome, great, great. Uh, I'm still going with Tony. <laughs> oh, let's keep moving along. We Tony have- and Juice? Tony and Juice, baby. Rock hard, <laughs> now Juice we're Robinson? Now we're talking. Give that to me. God, God. That's what Rock hard Juice Robinson says. Give me rock hard. Just, you know, I just... <laughs> Just stuff it down. I'm ready. I'm ready for for rock hard. Anyways. Oh, Jesus. Ten man tag team anarchy in the arena. Um not not a uh what is it? Stadium Arcadium? What's it called? Stadium Stampede. Okay, that makes more sense. So it's not gonna be I was so happy when John Box said, fuck no. And I think this is just going to be this anarchy in the arena is just stadium stampede, but it's just going to be live in the arena in the arena. Yeah. Uh, So that's a fun little like twist on that idea. It's going to be a fight around the brawl and that's going to be fun. Um, I'm I'm semi excited for it, uh, but I also am excited for uh, the, the next thing. Uh, after this, they're basic. I feel like they're doing a reverse of what they did the first time around, which was Blood and Guts first and then Stadium Stampede. And here we're going to do Anarchy in the Arena. And then I think we're going to do Blood and the Guts. And that's where I'm more excited for. So I'm ready. I'm ready, baby. Give that to me. I have a take. Sure. Well, one's not, one part of this isn't a take, but the other part is. Uh, so I think it's always smart to get the best out of Chris Jericho in 2022 is one to have a match with no rules like this. Mm-hmm. I think this will be a very good match, obviously, with all the people involved. Yep. But this is a very one-sided match, as in one team really interests me and the other one couldn't interest me less, actually especially in the ring. Uh, So it's like, I'm happy that it's not a regular five on five match because my God, would I be bored? Uh, Now it has that added fuel. There's going to be blood. There's going to be fire anarchy Uh, fire. I mean, I don't know how many fire boots we're getting, but there could be maybe fireball, of course, because Jericho now is the wizard, I guess. Yeah. Terrible nickname. I'm intrigued by it a lot more than I would have been a couple weeks ago because I thought it was going to be three on three for the longest time or three or four or whatever. Um, So, yeah, I, it should be good. It should be good. It'll be interesting to see the likes of a Daniel Garcia, I think wrestle in such a capacity. I want, I want everyone else to wrestle around the arena and Daniel Garcia and one other guy just stay. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Stay in the ring and wrestle each And Brian Danielson, just stay in the ring and wrestle each other the entire... And just do like a match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, they have a match and everyone else That'd is doing that thing. Well, the last time we had a ridiculous no-holds-barred match on a pay-per-view, that just kind of felt randomly there. It was Sting jumping off the... <laughs> <laughs> jumping off the thing onto Andrade and company. And that was a great match. So yeah, I have high hopes for this, even if my interest level isn't as high as it is for other matches in terms of winners. I'm thinking it's going to be J a S jazz. Yeah. Getting the win. Yeah. They so. can pin Ortiz or they're not going to pin the uh, Blackpool combat club. So they can pin any of those other three guys easily. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and then they'll, bounce off into a blood and games down the line. Yeah. And they'll win blood and guts. Blood and what I say? Blood and games. <laughs> <laughs> blood game. Oh my God. He's gonna say it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, gonna say it, but setting not, up for but that. it's not gonna be as fun because it's cool when he said blood games. Blood and guts. Like that's it's good. It's that's Will Vince. it's William Regal. He's gonna do a great job no matter what with it. That's true. Six man tag team match. Uh, Pac, Penta, Oscuro, Ray Phoenix versus Brody King, Buddy Matthews, and Malachi Black. Uh, disappointing. There's no Rowan here, uh, but uh, I guess this will happen. <laughs> Should I make the joke? Uh, yeah, go for it. What is this? A New Japan undercard? Nailed it with all the tags. Got it. Got him. Got him. Felt good about that one. Uh, this is going to be great. This, Right? Like, this is great with Eric Redbeard. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is really good of Eric Redbeard. Imagine what it could do. Now we're here. replacing. What was it? Eric, Pac, right? Is there Phoenix? No, we're replacing Eric Redbeard with Phoenix. <laughs> 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 it's going to be great. There's no disappointment around. Yeah, it's going to be insane. Uh, it's going to be amazing. I'm happy that House of Black's actually doing something that's not dark promo. 101 or facing fuego or facing fuego uh this match gonna rule it's gonna rule could be match of the night bold bold i know because of what we have to come on this card big dark but it horse. could be big dark the match horse. of the night yeah uh if you you're gonna get that pwg style tag that's what you're gonna get 100 100 you'll get a give them 15 minutes no, yeah. I think this match, you're right. I think this is a good dark horse potential to be match of the night. I think Penta, Phoenix, Pac, amazing team, House of Black, and another amazing team. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be nonstop action. And that's really what it should be. It should just be ten minutes of nonstop action. That's total? all. Total? Hmm? Total nonstop action? Do I want total nonstop action? <laughs> no one does. No Maybe. one does. No one ever. No one ever wanted total nonstop action. If if they can change the ring real quickly to make it six sides, then <laughs> it's going to be total nonstop action. Uh, but we'll see. Who do you, who do you got winning this thing? I mean, does it matter? House of Black. I think House of Black needs to win. Yeah, I. But I, uh, I'm guessing a death triangle breakup eventually. I feel like they they got to break up. I mean, come on. As much as I love them, mm-hmm. I love Death Triangle. They're not going anywhere, obviously. Um, yeah, would I have loved a trio's title match for them? Uh, t- t- title match yeah. for them? 
but you know, we're waiting for Mr. Kenny. So we're not getting those anytime soon. So it's just like, just break them up. You know what I would love? You, you talked about it new being a new Japan undercard. This is what I want. I want death triangle getting the win here, ending the feud of house of black pack uh, pins, someone on the team, right? Yeah. Feud over fast forward to the main event. Adam page wins and retains pack comes out and uh, beats down Adam page. We get that uh, new Japan style uh, closing of the pay-per-view with uh, a new challenger coming out and challenging and beating down the uh, world champ. That's what I want. That's what I, I like want. your thought, but I don't think there's a shot that. <laughs> Which part? Which part? We'll get to it. Uh, next up, AEW TBS title match: Jade Cargill versus Anna J. Jade How- Cargill wins. Yeah. What do you what do you, what do you feel about Anna J? I feel like. At one time, she was like a really good prospect, and I just feel like she's been st- she's like stalled. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to say it. Uh, she shouldn't be in a pay per view title match right now. I think that's better way to say how I feel about her right now. Uh, have they planned you know better? This could have easily been a big match between you know Jade and Chris uh statlander because i think that's kind of that big tnt title match yeah. uh but now you save it now you save it um yeah i mean it's just another win for jade uh i love the baddies though baddies love, are great i love me the baddies big they've, fan they've, of the baddies jade the jade cargill like Vehicle. i'm not gonna say the, the whole the whole delivery of her and the baddies and it's just all working so well mm-hmm. uh, that she is the star that they want her to be, and that's that's impressive on yeah. their end. She's awesome. She's awesome. She is. What did, what did she say to Tony that I love? Cut the shit. Yeah, gets me Tony, every time. Cut, cut the. It sh- <laughs> gets me every single time. Pops me every. I I literally retweeted the past one because it was great. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's good. Tony, cut the shit. (laughs) I love it. Tag team match. Matt and Jeff Hardy versus Matt and Nick Jackson. This needs a step, right? (laughs) It needs something. It's missing a step. Because the fact that it's missing a step makes me feel like we're going to get another match down the line. You know what I mean? Matt Matt and the Hardys Uh, versus the Jacksons. I feel like this, if this match doesn't have a stip in this pay-per-view, that makes me feel like we'll get like a TLC match down the line. Or whatever. Um, whatever I don't know. AW. So. Muerte of death table I, match. I have multiple feelings about this match. Like, on the one hand, I saw the graphic and I was like, oh, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, that's pretty cool. So yeah, we're seeing this live, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, on the other hand... Who asked to see Matt Hardy wrestle in 2022? I love Matt Hardy. Wow, well, I love Matt Hardy. I like Matt Hardy. I like Jeff Hardy. Uh, Jeff Hardy wasn't looking too good in AEW until him and Darby almost killed each other. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's his That's his Minoru Suzuki match. Which is, again, where I bring up, where's the stip? <laughs> uh it can be good because these are two of the best tag teams of all time. Obviously I'm not going to doubt them. Cause if I doubt them, they're going to go out there and have an absolute, you know, 
four and a half star classic out of nowhere or something. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do want to pump the brakes on like expectations for this match because like obviously big, big fans will be amped. Yeah. It's just the Hardys in 2022, it's a very, very, very mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> Young Bucks should win, by the way. They, yeah, I think they should because my my theory about this is like the start of a feud. 2022. <laughs> it's the start of a feud, so we'll, we'll get that uh, going. Yeah. Uh, I'd like a good, clean match, though. That'd be nice. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't need I don't need undisputed elite shit. That's what I'm saying. There's a chance there could be. There's always a chance. I just want Kenny Omega back, man. He'll be back some someday. point, some point, someday. <laughs> um, I don't know when. I don't know how. I don't know where. But uh, he'll be back. He'll be back. I. Yeah, he'll be back. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> moving on to the show. Uh, uh, shout out dudes at ringside. I left a comment on YouTube saying, what's going on? What's going on, get, uh, going on, guys? Shout out to them. We have live comments on the live stream, so I'm, I'm shouting out people that are shouting out us. So, I mean, if you're listening to the show live, leave a comment. I'm running out of steam. You're going to have to pick me up. Like You're going to have to give me something that fires me up here. All right. All right. Let me fire you up with the best segment on AEW Dynamite. Wardlow versus MJF. Assuming this steel cage match happens and all that stuff. Probably will. We'll probably still get the match. (laughs) That segment. That segment. I know. Can't wait for the main event of Wardlow versus Spears in a steel cage. What a dumbass main event. Um, Scotty, that segment was awesome. Super jacked Wardlow coming out there and just eating eight belt shots, not even, not even selling Ed. them. Well, oh, I, he, beforehand, he, you know, he, yeah, 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 a little bit, sold a little bit of the ninth one, and then stared down MJF. Um, it's so good. Cody's Cody's in shame. He looking he looking scrub levels next to Wardlow. Wardlow's god tier. It's gonna destroy Spears. Then he'll destroy MJF. Uh, the, the Wardlow's time is now. I'm ready for it. Put him in the TNT title division. Put Takeshita in the TNT title division. Let's put these guys that are awesome and juice and amazing into the TNT title division and make it even better. What do you say? Uh, <laughs> lot, lots to unpack there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you tossed in an insult about Cody for no reason. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's very uh, dashing of you. I think that's very mean. Uh, okay, Wardlow, I've decided. Besides the main eventers, mm-hmm. most over guy in the roster. Not, I don't think this is a question. Anymore. Currently, yeah, this yeah. guy doesn't have theme music, and he gets the biggest freaking reaction there is. Yeah, uh, and and there. Their ability to follow the Batista um, strapping of sorts for Wardlow, like rocket strapping, has been great. I see a lot of Batista similarities here of this natural build where the crowd's just loving him more and loving him more. And now he's, you know, walking out with the, you know, handcuffs on. It's like unleashing the animal, which. Batista is now. I just need the 
<laughs> you know, that'd be great. But Wardlow is everything they could have hoped for. Yeah. He's everything they could have hoped for. Yeah. Uh, he is such a great monster baby face. Like, it's hard to be a good monster baby face, I think, because everyone kind of sees them as heels. But they've made him have that feeling of, yeah, he should dominate and he should win and he is a massive threat. Mm-hmm. But this is MJF. MJF's going to figure out a way. We've seen him do it before. MJF was going to beat CM Punk, but Warlow turned his back. Right? That's kind of the that's kind of the idea they have here. So once Warlow plows through Sean Spears, I hope that match goes less than five minutes. I think that would be a real good way to do it. I think it would just be because come on, let's it's Sean Spears. I know. Like, I don't, it's just well, going to be filled with like, like he's a threat. It's just going to be filled with like MJF, like yeah, he's a ref, him. right? Yeah, he's the ref. Yeah. Uh, so this match, I'm really excited for because Wardlow's a very good wrestler from what I've seen. You know, he does he does swantons and he and having MJF in there, who guess what, very good wrestler. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I'll I'll be interested to see how they work it. Uh, but Wardlow absolutely should win. I feel like Wardlow should should do a moonsault off the top of the cage. Big Show style. Moonsault off the top of the cage. Let's do it. Well, Cody broke his toe when he did so? it. So? You, you have a pay-per-view the days after this. And so was, so was uh, the Cody Steel Cage thing. Yeah, and the Cody versus MJF match is very forgettable. So, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm gonna say, try, tell me what happened because I can't remember. Uh, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I really don't remember anything about that match. Now that you say that, I, re- I the, the, you remember Steel Cage? Well, you were there, but everyone remembers Steel Cage. Yeah, I mean that's ingrained in the history. Yeah, uh, Wardlow's great. Uh, he's great. Um, and yeah, I think it's just he becomes a a, a main Real. guy and just let's let's. I that was part of my joke was having you talk about the TNT title, but legitimately, I do think that you should have now Wardlow put into the TNT title. Like there, there are a lot of these guys that I just want to get put into that yeah. title division, and there's too many of them almost. But uh, we gotta we, let's let's put. What do we got? Three matches left to preview. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll get into my TNT thing here. Uh, okay, lots yeah, no, of problems. So currently, no TNT title match. If anything, I would suspect we would get a triple threat, um, but I don't know. That segment on Rampage, somehow, some way, made all of this worse. It made it made a situation that was already ass. It was already two packs of ass. You were waiting for it. It it made it so much worse because, one, right? The Sammy Guevara, Scorpio Sky thing is like, who the fuck am I supposed to cheer? Because last week you made Scorpio Sky heal again, right? That's what you did. And it's like, okay, uh, okay, sure. Sammy Guevara and Ty Conch, they're not coming back to baby faces. That's not happening. They stink. No one likes yeah. them. That's fine. What they're they doing, should be heels. What they're doing is total baby facism. 
Oh, sorry, his heel work that I think part of the heel work is Tony Khan being like, I don't understand. I thought people would like them. I like yeah. I'm convinced it's just like there's no and, there's no way you're that oblivious to this. To right. Me. And we're continuously burying burying this title for the sake of what? No one's benefiting from this. No one. No one. You need the title off of Scorpio Sky, off of Sammy Guevara, away from them. Because if this is the feud you need, if you needed this title to get to the Paige Van Zant debut, then you're out of your mind. And here's what I think is happening. I think we're going to get Sammy Guevara and Frankie Kazarian and Ty Conchie Versus Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Page Van Zandt. I think that's where we're actually going for now. Then you can do a triple threat or whatever on for the Dynamite or something. No, yeah, I think that's the tag they want. No TNT title on the pay-per-view. Again, no, they, again. they do this all the time. That's they, true. They don't, the title doesn't matter. And I watched it get destroyed, so there's no title to defend anyways. Because they ruined the belt. Literally... And figuratively, they literally, I watched them treat the belt how they've been treating it on TV for months. They destroyed it. Yeah, you're right. You did destroy it. Best case scenario, truthfully, is Miro coming back and be like, you ruined my belt and just destroying everybody. And I'm not even like the big Miro mark here, but that would be a great way to re-debut him, re-bring him back. I'm not saying I'm a Miro mark, but. (laughs) But I am when it comes to this. Or you have Wardlow win. Or you just you just do something to get that title away from them. You didn't need it for this feud. I don't even know what this feud is anymore, but I think that's the match they're going for is the big mixed tag. And for some reason, they're like, oh, well, we need Ethan Page in this somehow because you don't want to leave him out because the guy barely wrestles. And you know what? Fine, that's great. But to think that somehow you needed the TNT title to get to Paige Van Zandt's in-ring debut is asinine to me. Obviously, it was supposed to be Cody and Brandy versus these two. But I don't I don't know how you said, oh, you know what? We need the TNT title in this, actually. That's what we need. Because then you, yeah, That's how we make up for this. You do Cody and Frankie, and it's like, oh, we have a cigar business, you know? And- <sighs> It works. It, it would have worked. It's just it stunning it to me how we have three matches left to preview. All exciting, I think, in their own right. And the TNT title, which two years ago at Double or Nothing was f- officially crowned mm-hmm. when Cody won it. Mm-hmm. And Cody went on a great run with it. Mm-hmm. He had the open challenges. Great matches. And then Brody Lee won it. Great matches, great, very proving, defining. And then Cody won it back. Then Darby won, had a good reign. Mm-hmm. Then Miro won, a good reign. But it stopped, right? That reign stopped out of nowhere when Sammy Guevara ran it, and it's been dog shit ever since. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we got that great ladder match between Cody and Sammy, one that I don't even love that much. Great. You got a good match in between of a, you know, a pile of shit. Congratulations. But that that, title, that title match also came about because Sammy couldn't defend the title. They 
made a interim title. Like the, the Sammy's whole reign has been confusing as hell and impossible to follow. I and he's not even champion right now. I, I was <laughs> Scotty. I was literally just about to say I do not know who the current champion is. I do not it know. It is if it's Scorpio Scorpion. Sky. I don't know if it's Scorpio. I don't know if it's it's Sammy. I legitimately did not know. I'm glad you said it. I, yeah, it's it's poorly booked, is what it is. And I don't know what why we're doing all this stuff. Why we're flipping everything back around? It's nope. it's it's been poorly booked since Sammy's reign. It's we need to pull the plug. It's call it call it. Stunning yet. to me how many people are like, oh, it's good to hot potato a title. It you know it creates interest. It's and- good, but that's the only thing you need to do. Don't turn yeah. people key on face as well. Don't make interim champions as well. You can't do all that stuff. You made the make, title it's, fucking big it's, show. It's a hat on a hat <laughs> on a hat. You, you yeah. do too much. Yeah. If you want to hot potato the title for a little bit, fine. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of hot potatoing. I also don't need a wicked long run every time someone's champion either. I'll admit that because I think you want that change. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we just had Ryan say, I don't even know who the champion is right now. Someone that has been following AEW every single week live. You watch for- every show. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah. don't know who the yeah. champion is. And it's just, it's so badly booked. And I'm not discrediting these talents. I think there's a lot of talent involved here. Yep. But they're going to get, a, they've had a signature feud every single week on TV. While there are so many AEW wrestlers that are really talented that get maybe, maybe five minutes a week. That's my biggest problem. There should be a great TNT title division. You have, and you're seeing four people that should be in that TNT title division in the tag team title match. So it's like, just fix it. Just fix it. The sooner you get that TNT title away from this mess, the better. Yeah. AEW World Tag Team Title Match. It's going to be a three-way match. We're going to have Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defend their titles against Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland and Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. Uh, everyone knows my feelings about Jungle Boy and all that stuff, but I legitimately uh-huh. do think we're getting a title change here. I don't think it's not me being biased. I do think they're doing a title change here. Christian was the guy that put him up there. Uh, they've been teasing the sort of Christian jungle boy turn thing for a little bit. So, you know, you can blame Christian if they lose their titles. So I think we're getting new champions and I don't know who it's going to be, but I'm excited for it. I'm very excited for this match. If, if anyone follows me, you know how much I love these four guys, not the tag team champions. <laughs> but I love Starks. I love Powerhouse. I love Keith Lee, and I love Swerve. So, one, it's already a win that they have a pay-per-view match, obviously. Already a win for me. But they have a tag team title match. Remember what these two teams did in a regular match that had no stakes and it was on Rampage, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was on Dynamite. It was on Dynamite. Oh, it was on Dynamite. Okay, so it was live. That's good. But remember what they did there. Yeah. Now they have titles on the line. Now they have more to their feud. And now I'm pretty sure we're getting one of them to win the tag titles, which is awesome because I've been asking for new tag champions for a while now. 
I don't care who wins out of the two teams. I just want either team to win. That's how much I like both of them. Yeah. Uh, the, the Jurassic Express run has stunk. And it has some good matches, but it's overall stunk. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's stale. Get them onto one of these two hot going teams. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Ricky Starks is ready for a singles push, truthfully. I think, I think you can get away with Keith Lee and Swerve being, te- well, you can get away with it, obviously, because they're phenomenal together. Uh, you know, they have the greatest finish. They have the best tag team finisher in wrestling. Like the way that he stomps the guy through the floor, he, does the roll through, and then like takes he, a bow. It looked like they killed Anthony Henry on Wednesday. Yeah, like it was magical. And I was like, I love these two with yeah. a passion. Uh, I love them in WWE, obviously. So I am going to cheer for them a little more, but Powerhouse was his first title. It would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Just Powerhouse. Power, you want to talk about the TNT title? Powerhouse Tob should be holding that damn thing. Right? Like you've built him up over the past couple of years to become a powerhouse. A pop up like, powerhouse. He sh- he should like have the match against Scorpio Sky and actually wreck him. Or again, Ricky Starks again, because Ricky Starks is awesome. Yeah. Love Ricky Starks. I'm happy with either team walking out. I just need new champions. Yeah, totally agree. And I think we will. I legitimately do think we will get new champions. We got moving graphics. We got moving graphics. That was cool. AEW Women's World Title Match, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. I don't think the build has been all that great. Uh, I think the content... You say it's been bad. That content from last week's... Well, it's like the content from last week's Deeb promo was good. Just the promo itself was bad and being out there was bad. Um, It's like there are things that are like have been the right idea but poorly executed. All that being said... I think this match is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm not. I have no excitement, no hype at all about this match. But I think this match is going to be great. Yeah, sense? I mean, all the excitement I have for this match is that it's going to be great. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's that's about it. Because like the story, like you said, it's kind of non-existent in some ways. Uh, you kind of. I don't remember. Th- I know Thunder Rosa was on TV this week, but I don't remember her being on TV for the past like month. Uh, which is bad when she's a champion, but but Serena Deeb is great. Yeah. Thunder Rosa is great. Should be a great match. Um, Thunder Rosa versus not Thunder Rosa. Serena Deeb versus Riho last year was great. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting these two to uh, walk in there and hit a home run. Really, uh, it it should be it should be the best non-stipulation women's match in AEW. If if everything were yeah. to go right, it should be. But is, will it be? I don't know. What is that? What is that one currently? I have one probably, in my head. I probably have Deeb and Riho. <laughs> That's the one I'm thinking about, which is, <laughs> on, the, which is on the buy-in of, I think, last year's yeah. Double or Nothing? Yeah. First match in front of uh full crowd. Yeah. This match should be really good. I recall there when they did the NWA title match that being good. Uh, so I think they've only gotten better since then. So I think it yeah. has the potential to be even better. Yeah, I don't know if they can reach that level because there was a lot of the, that deep Riho match was really special. Uh, but it should be great. It should be one of the best AEW Women's World Title matches we see. 
could be the best. We don't, we have that's, that's actually that's more that's plausible, plausible. Yeah. Because we haven't had as many great ones. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I think, I think their, uh, their basement is that this is going to be a really good match. So I'm excited for it. I'll take that. AEW World title match. Hangman Adam Page defending the title against one CM Punk. This is a really tough match to preview, uh, I <laughs> think. Uh, it's, it is a very interesting, plus you got Forbidden Door around the door, around the bend. Uh, so there's that aspect Honestly, I feel like ratings-wise, you kind of give it to Punk. But it's Hangman Adam Page, homegrown star, right? I mean, we talked in a in a very different context, Scotty. In a very different context, we kind of talked about this before, where you had like the big star of the promotion lose it to the homegrown star of the promotion and then lost it to the outside star of the promotion. In a very different context, we talked about that with NWA. In a very similar way, maybe it's the same thing. A little different here. A little, little different. <laughs> but the same idea here is that Adam Page is the most popular guy in this promotion, but CM Punk is obviously way more popular than him. Yeah. So, uh, do you? one would be like, this is a business, you put it on CM Punk. Do you put it on CM Punk though? That's the question. Oh man, you're upset because I compared this to NWA's booking. <laughs> no, I don't care. No. I don't care about that. I'm this get, match, I'm, I'm been, I make it flack for that. <laughs> this, yeah, you probably will. This match has been twisting me in a pretzel mm-hmm. for weeks now. Yeah, and that's a good thing, right? Like that's what you want. You want a match with so much uncertainty. Yes, that. It'll be great. We haven't had that in AEW main event in a long time. We knew when Kenny was winning. We knew when Hangman was winning. Yeah. So, oh, boy. There is so many ways. (laughs) I think this is the biggest AEW match of all time. I think it is. I think right now, as it stands, this is the biggest match they are going to put on. Yeah. It is so important for the promotion, one way or the other. And just thinking, it's so my head's like jumbled right now. Think of who wins this, but you do make a point. Like booking wise, yeah, you get CM Punk as the champion, um, and that goes a long way. And I thought for the longest time, yeah, well. I don't know. MJF's going to be Hangman Page. Like, right? He's going to yeah. be Hangman Page. Yeah. But, but it would make even more sense for MJF to beat CM Punk for the title. <laughs> and then and then Page can beat MJF for the title again. Be a two-time. Yeah, like, you can do that. You can have your first two-time world champion be Hangman Page. Without yeah. a doubt. Sure, it probably should be. Unless you have a baby face, Kenny Omega, obviously. Different animal there. Oh, man. It's... This is why we're wrestling fans, though. This is that that's this match. Yeah. CM Punk is like the reason I love wrestling so much. He is my favorite, at least men's wrestler of all time. He's he was one of my favorite wrestlers forever. And he came back last year. He's been great since he's come back. He's not washed up at all. 
not only is this the biggest AEW match of all time, it can be the best. It can be that good because there's story elements here. I've actually loved how they've built it. I, I think it's been great. You just have pure intensity on yeah. both sides. You have CM Punk who's just, you know, watching. You, you build it up with a, you know, absolute banger between Hangman Page and Kanosuke Takeshita. There's so much fun going on here to get to this point. Who wins, though? Oh, boy. Gun to your head. Well, I keep thinking of Forbidden Door, too. With the I, propo- I guess that proposed matter. match of CM Punk versus Okada. I think CM Punk could lose to Okada, though, for the IWGP world title. But what, um, what if he's your champion? And you just do a world champion versus world champion match. Yeah. Then you, who's gonna lose? That one's losing. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a sixty minute draw. Be a pretty good sixty <laughs> pretty, minute draw. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I think CM Punk's gonna win. I think he's gonna win. I think he might. I, gun I, I to my pretty, head. Gun to my head. CM Punk. I, I don't yeah, want. I it to, a, I, I kind of want it to be Adam Page. I would love. I think that'd be a huge, huge moment for him that he needs like the cherry on top of like yes. He I could see Punk. him get it. That's the whole thing. Me too. Me too. I think it'd be a huge moment for him. But it's also like and his reign's been so good. Yeah, I've yeah. seen people say it's been a bad reign. I was like, what are you watching? <laughs> He's had a great matches. I understand some of the bill, but like. He's defended the title as much as any world champion would. Yep. It's not more. Yep. So I can, I've been, it's funny. I've been hangman's winning this match for like a month. Yeah. But now that I got gun to my head right here. Yeah. Ryan's literally pointing at me right now. It's very mean. Uh, <laughs> I think it's CM Punk. I think, I think you crown CM Punk. I think if CM Punk started with AEW, he might've been the first world champion. Uh, and this is this kind of feels like your only time to make CM Punk world champion. He's only going to get older. And if in the end, because Hangman doesn't lose anything if he loses CM Punk. It's CM Punk. He's if fun. in the end you put over MJF by beating CM Punk, that's not a bad thing. Unless you know the MJF stuff is real and he's actually going to leave. But I think it's CM Punk. Yeah, I think business-wise is a good idea. We'll see it all on Double all Nothing. At- we'll be CM Punk versus MJF? Brian Cage. Or Brian Cage. What? what? <laughs> no, no, Brian Danielson. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Brian Cage, Jesus. <laughs> You're like, whoa, 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 hey now, whoa, hey now. Hey, hey, hey. Or For the gun CM down. Punk versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, There's a lot of possibilities. Which then would probably supplant this as the biggest match in AEW history. CM Punk versus Jericho. That's not what I said. <laughs> no, but it could be, you could, that story could be like CM Punk versus WWE. That's what they could sort of do with it. Yeah, yeah. The I, sports I, entertainer. There's a lot. There's a lot, certainly. How many matches do you think are added between now and then? Well, we said maybe one or two. I mean, there, we said, well, actually, no. We talked about maybe two or three more matches on the show. What are we at, eight? Uh, the main card, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The main card has 10 matches? Oh, Jesus. 
And and we, and you and I were just like maybe another one and two more in the buy-in. <laughs> Good getting a thirteen what matches. Only what they have twelve match card for the last pay per view. No, no. But yeah, um, we'll be dude. we'll be discussing it all next week. We'll have yeah. a a a, uh, a live reaction post show that will come onto the main podcast feed or all the podcast feeds, I guess. Um, as soon as the sh- as soon as the show is over and I wake up to upload it. Um, so get <laughs> ready for that. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed so you can make sure to get that as soon as possible. Um, maybe one day we'll do like a live feed as like a uh, as like a count out family membership thing. I think that's an idea. And either way, we'll get to it when we get to it. Right now, when we get to uh, we only have like uh, 20 minutes left. We got best of Super Juniors updates and stardom flashing champions. So let's just kind of burst through. My this. birth, my best of Super Juniors thoughts will not be long. All right. Well, let's sort of burst through best of Super Juniors. Update for as of day six, which was today. Scotty, what have you watched of best of Super Juniors so far? I watched everything except today. I watched everything except for the four, four matches from today. So great. You watched today so far. Uh, today I watched, uh, I believe it was, what was the match this morning? What did I watch? Was Robbie it? Eagles versus Doki? Yeah, it was Robbie Eagles versus Doki. Pretty, well, pretty good. I know, I'm not, pretty good. I know there's a match I'm not watching on here because I have it deleted off my match guide. Uh, it must have Bushi in it. Um, I believe Bushi versus Watto. It's Watto. Yeah, I'm not watching that. I don't well, have time for that. And I'm also going to watch my first El Fantasmo match today. How about that? Hey. Well, let's talk about... He's facing Teton. Oh, Teton's great. Let's talk about uh, days up to day six. I have the leaderboards in front of me. Uh, with six points, we have uh, Hiromu Takahashi and Taiji Shimori. With four points, we have Ace Austin, Alex... Well, let's go from there. Uh, Six-point block. Hiromu Takahashi and Taiji Shimori. What have you been thinking about their uh, stuff so far? Uh, they've been two of the better wrestlers in the tournament, obviously. I mean, that's not shocking. I think the overall tournament has been kind of underwhelming. Hmm. I don't know if it's underwhelming. I haven't gotten a great match yet. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think everything's been good to really, really good. Like, one match I would say is was great. But there hasn't been anything that's like, nothing that's been really like must see there's been zero okay there's been zero things that i thought was like this is super bad uh there was stuff that i was like this is fine um oh i got two super bads and they both involve ryusuke taguchi that's fair um but it is what it is i i think part of it is maybe we've we you and i maybe over hyped it for ourselves to be Uh, fair you helped me under hype it when you announced the cards and i didn't know about it so that's fair um, but yeah, uh, Hiromu Takahashi, I think has been really good. I'm kind of semi over Hiromu Takahashi, but otherwise I think his match of Taguchi was fine. I thought his match of Akira was great and his match of Austin was very, very good. Um, sorry, I never watched the Taguchi one. I watched his Akira match and his Ace Austin match were very good. That's what I thought. Those were, Wait, no, those did I watch it? Two- no, yes, hopefully, I watched all these. Hopefully you did it. I watched uh, all three of these matches. Uh, you also have. Those those two matches with Austin and Akira were really good. Yeah. Uh, two of my favorites from the tournament, actually. 
uh the Takushi match was ass well um, so well there you go it was, uh, it was. The uh, i think ishimori has been great actually in this tournament i'll say the zane match is really really good yeah yeah it was probably the best one of the best alex zane matches i've seen i thought the taguchi match was more fun than the takahashi match oh i hated that match too uh i thought the yo match stunk <laughs> Uh, I like the Yo match better than I like the Taguchi match. All right, I thought I'm. I'm so but now I'm realizing Ishimori hasn't been that good. <laughs> I think Yo is just so bland. He's he's white toast. Well, that's why he wears white. He's white, not even white toast. He's white bread. Uh, four points. Ace Austin, Alex Zane, and Yo. Kind of already. Ace about Austin has been great. Yeah, Ace Austin has beaten Connors and Kanemaru and lost to Takahashi. Zane has beat Kanemaru and Sho, lost to Ishimori. And Yo has beat Connors and Kanemaru as well and lost to Ishimori. Kind of all face the same guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ace, Austin's, Ace Austin has been doing a solid job in the ring against Connors, against Kanemaru, uh, against Takahashi. I think Alex Zane... Was started off a little okay, but has gotten better with time. I think part of it is that he has been doing great work on social media and has really helped himself get over with the Japanese audience. Yeah. Um, so I applaud him for that. And like I said, yo, white bread. I'll still forever like yo, but yeah, he is white bread. <laughs> That's fair. Taguchi uh, has oh. two points uh, along with show. And Francisco Akira. Taguchi has been a miserable watch for me. A truly <laughs> miserable watch for me. I have strongly disliked all of his matches. His uh, his match against Sho? Was it Sho? Uh, Taguchi has beaten Akira and lost to Takahashi in each other. Oh, his match with Akira was his best match, I yeah. thought, because he didn't do bot stuff, so automatic win. Um, Akira's been really good. He's been really good. Hell of a debut tournament for him. I really like Francisco Akira. Can I say something? Shocked that he has two wins, though, two he, points. Though. He has he has only beaten Show. That's some bullshit. Which that match is really Show's good. great. I love Show. You know what I realized during the Show match about Akira? Um, what? I really like Akira, and it's in the same way that I like Tekla. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. There's something about the two of them that I'm like, I really like it, both of them. They feel very similar to me. High pace, high frenetic energy. Uh, they just, you know, I just really enjoy both of them. And it's just like, oh man, I really, these are guys are suddenly, like I suddenly see them and they're really, really good. And I'm like, oh yeah, I really like these guys. So big fan of Akira. Big fan. Interesting. Interesting. I'll let you ruminate on that one. Uh, okay. With zero points at the bottom of the block, we have Clark Connors and Yoshinobu. No, 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 no. Time out. Time out. You, you can't just let me not shout out my guy. Uh, show over here. Oh, sorry. Mention. Yes, Hot Boy Summer. I forgot. Hot Boy Hot, Summer. Hot Boy Summer. This dude is so charismatic. It's amazing. He's this amazing. guy. He saw. He saw a soccer net. He saw a soccer net and then a penalty kick on Clark Connors' arm and then did, and then got celebrated because he scored a goal. Mm-hmm. That that was great. It's good. 
That was great. I was like, that guy definitely thought of that as he made his entrance. He's like, we need to do this. We yeah. need to do this. Yeah. Uh, I love show. Uh, he's an acquired taste, obviously, because of the House of Torture stuff. But I have acquired Which that Which has taste. been somewhat limited to just yeah. French. Yeah, he's really he's really entertaining. Yeah, uh, I really like him. He's really good. Like if if you let him wrestle, he's really good too. Um, but yeah, he's been good. Yeah, he's really good. I enjoy show. Like I said, House of Torture stuff got dimmed down a little bit. It's basically just his wrench. But I'm not gonna be upset about that because I'm not necessarily upset about Ishimori constantly pulling the hammer from the time. It's because it's Hot Boy Summer. Evil yeah. and Yujiro are, are at the beach. Yeah, Hot Boy Vacationing. Summer. Baby. We need more hot boys in in our that faction right like there's only one boy in that show we need more i guess i, I guess dick togo no <laughs> hey, did you did you say evil and usual aren't no 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 i they're hot men i need more hot boys does that make sense oh boys boys boys, boys. don't yeah, yeah. take that out of context uh <laughs> clark connors and yoshinobu <laughs> kanamaro are both at zero points how do how are they look for you yeah, Kamaru uh, puts up good matches. Yeah, I thought he was really good as a sort of like intro guy for Zayn and Austin. Yeah, um, you know, he did some limb work, made him like simple and stuff, and then like save him for later. So I think it worked. This hurts him. me. Yeah, this hurts me because I really want him in the tournament, but Clark Connors has been a dud. I don't know. I wouldn't say dud. But he has no not. reaction. Just he's just his matches nothing. haven't been good, which is really weird because he's good in strong, right? He's really good in strong. I enjoy his matches in strong. Yeah, but I just, I just, I don't think he's kinda, a. I don't think he's a dud. I just don't think he's found his footing. No, nah, that's fair. I think it's his just, best. It's, match, been, it's been so underwhelming. I think his best match has been with Show. Personally, uh, Show. But uh, but uh, yeah. I, I just he hasn't found it. Uh, he hasn't found his footing yet. It just he's struggling. I think. Well, he's running out of time. And he doesn't. Have, uh, and the, yeah, to get points, yeah, he's running out of time. Uh, he's already on day six, and it's like, boy, you got to get something here. You got to turn it around here. I don't know. But yeah, that's a block. B block. Uh, the leaderboard here with six points. We have two people: El Desperado and El Fantasmo. Scotty, I didn't know. The, I didn't know the second one. <laughs> That's fair. This is this is the stuff that updates for today. So Desperado has beaten Teton, TJP, and Yuta, and uh, Fountain. Oh, Desperado's the MVP. Fantasma has beaten Bushi, Wato, and Teton. What did you say? I haven't even seen. Haven't seen Desperado wrestle Yuta, but he's already my MVP for the tournament. It's great. Uh, he is the ace now. I I am fully. I've been saying that all week. He is the ace of this division now. Fully behind Hiromu, Hiromu missed a lot of time, and you know, you already said you're over Hiromu. I think Desperado has taken the reins of this division. He is the absolute ace. Mm-hmm. He is the monster of it, and I love everything he's doing. His match with T Tom was awesome. His match with TJ was it TJP? Yes, was really solid as expected because that's kind of. TJP's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure his match with Yuta was great. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I, 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 I love One of the Despy. ones I'm looking forward to. I love Despy. Uh, I think he's been doing great but stuff. Do you know what's happening this week? 
Despy versus Lindemann, baby! That's the match I'm most hyped for. And Doki, because those two are going to probably kill each other. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, Phantasmo, uh, he's only faced Bushi, Watu, and Teton, but I think of the people he's faced, he's had really, he's had pretty good matches with. I mean, Teton, well, Teton's really great, but I'm saying with Bushi and Watu, I think he's done really good stuff with them. What the hell is Teton 0-3? What the hell, man? That sucks. Uh, I didn't watch a single Phantasmo match yet. I'm going to watch the one from today, though. There we go. Uh, we have four points. We got a lot of this, a lot. I feel like this block is a lot more. Eh, it's about the same, I guess. We have four points. For four points, we have L. Lindemann, Bushi, and Robbie Eagles. Yeah, L. Lindemann, maybe. L. Lindemann has beaten Teton and TJP and lost to Doki, which was weird. Uh, Bushi has beaten Eagles and Watto and lost to Phantasmo, and Eagles has beat Yuta and Doki but lost to Bushi. Well, Al Lindemann's the man, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter after him. Uh, Yuta has two points. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Yuta. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I thought Lindemann, I thought his first match of Doki was fine, but also he yeah, was, was losing, fine. so I'm sure he was like, man, who cares? Yeah, he's like, fuck this. Strong hearts. Yep. <laughs> That's T- a strong hearts way right there, baby. <laughs> I think Teton brought it out a little bit more, and TJP oh, yeah. brought a lot more out of him. Uh, he's getting there. I think he's also getting there. Uh, Bushi, uh, good. I think he's actually been stepping up a little bit. I think he's been a good solid hand here. Uh, and then Eagles, Eagles is great. Eagles is really, really good. He's just, it's fantastic how great Eagles has gotten in a short amount of time in New Japan. And he is up there with like Despy uh, for me. He's he's really good in this promotion. Well, I'm happy for you that he's up there for you. Uh, you don't like Eagles? I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he has good matches, obviously. Yeah. Um, he just doesn't. He doesn't get me amped. He doesn't do it for you. He doesn't do it for you. No, no, no. He took the title from Desperado, so he's 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 not cool. Uh, I. It's been weird. It's been such a weird tournament. I think we have a lot of good matches coming though. Yeah, uh, so I think that's part of it is I think like we're going to have some Corkin shows coming up and some big arenas coming up. So I think they're saving a lot of things. I mean, I mean, just like the list of left to wrestle. I mean, we're still going to get Lindemann versus Eagles, Yuta, Watto, Desperado. Uh, uh, you know, we still we still got a lot left to go. Um but yeah, I don't think this tournament has been quite the expectation marker. Speaking about expectations, not quite meeting them. With two points, we have TJP, Wheeler Yuta, Doki, and Master... No, no. Yeah, and that's it. TJP, Wheeler Yuta, and Doki. Wheeler Yuta, somebody that I think everyone was having super... Everyone in America I was having super high expectations for. And I don't think he's quite hit it yet. I kind of was really hoping his match of Desperado, which I haven't seen it yet, so I hope it is is like was like a bloody one uh because i think that's what worked for him in america so i feel like he needs to do it again in 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 japan he hasn't so i feel like he should i thought this probably be the uh, right person to do that for but you know you know what i'm saying like he what got yeah. him over was that moment so replicate that moment right in japan. um that's the funny thing about wheeler yuda for me what's that? like 
He's very good, okay? I, I can admit that. Very good wrestler. But I do think some people over over project how good he is sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah, his match with John Moxley was great. Okay. He was in there with John Moxley. Like, okay, great. Uh Willie is very solid. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the more enjoyable wrestlers to me in this tournament. But the idea that he's like this guaranteed great match, like some people expected him to be, it's odd to me. Yeah. I just I don't I don't see him that way. Um and it's kind of proving me right so far. But when you have him in there against a Desperado, a Lindemann, like these guys that I think are also great, I think that's when you'll get the best of him. I'm not I'm not saying he's not someone I expect to bring up someone like him versus Doki. I don't expect to be a great match. Like I expect Desperado versus Doki to be, but he's still very good. And I think he's still waiting for that signature match in this tournament. Um, and I think a lot of people are not just Will or Yuta, but him, especially like, I think Ace Austin has been better than him. Yeah, I agree. Same thing of Zane. I think has been better than Yuta. I think I think part of his situation is that he's just been his expectations and his hype was super high and he hasn't met them and I think that yeah. maybe it was unfair of all of us to put him at that level. Yeah, yeah, they were like, ah, Blackpool Combat Club. I was like, well, it's not the other two. Yeah, <laughs> and he was only in there for like a month, so yeah. you know, maybe 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 we're realizing that maybe we need to pump the brakes a little bit. Pump them brakes. Uh, with zero points, we got Master Watto and Titan. Teton's been awesome. Teton <laughs> has been great. I'm loving Teton. Like if Desperado's not the MVP, it's probably Teton. <laughs> Teton's so good, dude. It, it oh God, he's so good. I love watching him. Like I, I like I, I remember is over. the last best of super juniors he was in. I was just like not really into Teton. I was like, I don't care about this guy. And now I'm just like fully onto the Teton train. Yeah, now all I want is Teton. T-Ton, Well, uh, Yeah, he's been great. Wanto has been better, I think. I haven't seen Wanto yeah, in a minute. Yeah, he's shown improvement. He's shown improvement. He's, he's shown improvement. He started to calm down like his misses. And I think it's good development for him. I think he's going to get further and further and closer to that mark that they probably originally had for him, which is good, which yeah. is good. I think working with Taguchi has helped him a lot. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, but yeah, that's Best of Super Juniors. If you want a more in-depth uh, Best of Super Juniors update, I uh, highly recommend checking out Okada Shorts, uh, the New Japan podcast on the network for Count Out. Uh, they just put out an episode today, in fact, if you're listening on Sunday, um, with a little bit of updates. They go more in-depth than we can because they definitely had more time too. So check out Okada Shorts. They just put out a new update. Uh, they're really good, really, really, really great podcast. So definitely go check them out on the Countdown Network. Um, well, Scotty, we are at uh, two hours. Do we want to go into Stardom Flashing Champions uh, or do you want to call it here? Uh, we should just talk about the last two matches. Stardom Flashing. 
Um, you don't yeah, want you don't want to talk about uh, Hanan and Raka. No, I don't need to talk about it again. What about Prominence versus Cosmic Angels? Suzuki's Suzuki's gonna destroy Waka. There you go, <laughs> Anandagi. Uh, well, the last two. I'm trying to look at the other stuff. Um, uh, to really talk about. Uh, we could talk Azumi Tekla if you want. Assuming Tekla, I'm interested in. I really want to see how Tekla is doing, and that's pretty much all I have to say uh, about it. Probably should it should be fantastic. I think it should be fantastic. I'm really excited. Uh, the, I thought the Mayu match was really great, uh, yeah. and if it's anything like that, I'm into it. Well, I think the way Azumi's been wrestling this year, and how good Tekla is, mm-hmm. it it it's almost a guarantee. Give me 10 minutes. And I do think she could win uh, the title. Uh, Wonder of Stardom Championship, Sayaka Matani versus Mirai. Mirai is 100% winning this, right? I wouldn't say 100%. 1,000? Um, it's probably 50-50. 50-50? I feel like it's way... 75. I, I'll, I'll, I'll I think you... I think... I, no, no, no. They, they, they do this. They do this. They push someone to the moon like this, mm-hmm. but they don't always complete the push. It's it's to get, a story. To get me wanting more, yeah, it's a story. And Mariah doesn't need to win here. Obviously, um, I think Sayakamitani has a lot left in the title reign tank. She's got a pink. And comes out I, pink I, I, I'm a big Mariah fan, obviously, but I do think Sayak should retain. All right, all right. Um, I'll, I'll I'll concede that you more you, you have Sa- you 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 tease Saya versus Kyrie. You gotta do it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. You kind of want to do that one. Well, all right. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, I think Mariah could win. I think there's definitely a chance. She definitely could. That's why I said fifty fifty. I legitimately don't know who's gonna win. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Let's do that as a tag match. Sayakamitani and Mar- and uh, uh, Kamatani and Adam Page versus CM Punk and Mariah. Fifty fifty. Who's gonna win? <laughs> Uh, that'd be weird world, <laughs> world of stardom championship match no count out knockout and submission match was listed here shuri versus risa sarah i mean sure he's winning yeah, yeah but like i'm excited to see what this match will look like yeah i don't know what they're gonna do obviously risa sarah big death match wrestler um she has a death match the day after this was Suzu Suzuki <laughs> on the prominence show. So it's like, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, if you watch new blood Two, the, the spot they did I was, was an air raid crash from the apron to the floor. Yes. So I don't think we're going to get like weapons or we'll probably get like, it, if it's anything like that, we're going to get that level of insanity. Yeah, we're going to get intensity. These two have wrestled before. They have a history. It should be a great match. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's really what we're looking for here, right? Yeah. Um, Shuri has already teased a title match with Tam Nakano. She did it today mm-hmm. at their show. The next, uh, the next pay-per-view is in Tam Nakano's hometown. Mm. So it kind of gives you a hint of where they're going. Yeah. Um, and it's not really like I looked at this as like, oh yeah, Risa Sarah is gonna win the world, <laughs> the world titles. Yeah, it's not happening. Uh, should be a great match. 
Yeah, should be good. I'm excited for this show. A lot of good wrestling next week. Oh, by the way, I want to just hype up Prestige Wrestling again because that's next weekend. Uh, Prestige Wrestling, two big shows on the 28th and 29th, IWTV. Uh, there's a very good chance that Makita versus Mio Yamashita happens at the same time as Hangman and Page versus CM Punk. So I won't be watching that until the next day. Mm-hmm. But definitely um, those two shows are worth checking out. I think. I think it's Alex Shelley versus Filthy. Filthy. Maybe. Yeah, this is on me for not knowing. Totally, totally agree. <laughs> hey. 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 Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, no, I don't. All right. Wait a minute. Yeah, I do. Um, Alex Shelley versus Filthy day one. Mm-hmm. Day one, and then Bandito day two. Ooh, baby. Prestige. Great stuff. Uh, Last thing to pitch. um, Was it tomorrow? Is the Hanukkah Memorial Show 2? Yeah. Coming out, I I believe. Yeah, being broadcast by Fight TV. Uh, uh, Obviously, all proceeds going to uh, Kimura and the family. Um, 520 a.m. I mean, right off the bat, I mean, your main event being Shuri versus Asuka, uh, Venny, Asuka. Jungle, Jungle. DDT Tag Team Champion, Asuka Venny, by the way. Jungle's coming Uh, back? Yep, Jungle is wrestling. She is wrestling a match against a hand-picked opponent. Mm It's going to be Sasha Banks. Kano is wrestling. Kano is wrestling? (laughs) I'm into (laughs) it. I forget who he's wrestling, but he is wrestling. Uh, uh, he's wrestling someone uh, from all Japan. Menso Ray Oyaji. Yeah, he's wrestling someone. And there's a lot of other people announced. Uh, there will be some surprise matches, I'm sure. But Whoa, please. Super Delphin is on the show? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, please, everyone, go and buy this. Please. Uh, I want everyone to see this. Uh, you do get the archive, you do get to keep it. So that's even better. Um, I think this year will be a big time. You know, last year was a lot of, a lot of tears were shed. I think this year will be a lot of celebration type. We're going to celebrate the life of Hakamura. You have the main event. If you need a selling point match wise, you have Benny versus Shuri to sell you on, but please everyone make sure to go out of your way and check this out. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, go check out the show. It's a great cause and they're probably going to have some great wrestling on it. So why not go support that? And Scott, you've been doing a great job as well over with uh, Fight Game Media with uh, your coverage on this show uh, every Thank year. You. You've been a great job. Oh, that's um, I will I will make my own plug for, uh, just real quick. Uh, the the Hana Kimura show that I recorded with. 10 people mm-hmm. 10 other people that will be live on youtube tomorrow for free so if you didn't get to check it out on fight game media's patreon you will get to check it out for free that's tomorrow awesome. that's it's awesome. nearly four hours long. <laughs> yeah baby that's the kind of content we like yeah so uh please definitely check that out but i guess we can wrap this week up any other plugs Match of the week ryan oh i was gonna say do you want to do any uh plugs first Is your stuff first no i asked you I got Ugh, you. Fine. Uh, my Nada. match of the week is going to be easy peasy Adam Squeezy. That's right. Adam Page versus Kanosuka Takashita. I mean, how can it be anything? Other than that? 
whatever. Were, I don't care. You were about to say it right, and then you <laughs> you were like tech, techie, whatever. Kanosuke. The match is yeah. great. The match is yeah. fantastic. I gave it four and a quarter. I think I did too. Uh, you did two stars, man, Scotty. You hated it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and anything else, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Knights. You follow the show at Cannot Pod. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Get that uh, audio only uh, double or nothing thoughts next week's show. Scotty, match of the week. I saw, okay, I'm going to plug two matches, but there's one match that is now in my top five this year. Is it Gleet? It is Gleet. Oh, I've been hearing so much about it. Uh, L. Gotta take Lindemann, my boy, defending the G Rex championship against Shiro Irie. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. It is a phenomenal match. Everyone should watch it. They put it back up on YouTube. The link is back. It was, went private for like two days. It's back. Watch it. Love it. It's 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 fantastic. It's everything that it's like a mixture of I don't I don't even know. It was so physical. It was it was it was, it was fantastic. One of the best matches all year. And then I want to uh, shout out Nomads, the Nomads main event: Rina Yamashita and Mikey versus Miyuki Takase and Rio Mizunami. One of the best tag team matches of the year. One of the best Joshi matches of the year as well. So check that out. But. Definitely check out Lindemann versus Erie, or you're just you're just telling yourself not to watch great wrestling, and that's on you. I'm telling me. I By the way, Lindemann did this during yeah the best of the Super Junior. Yeah, she like drove or flew or whatever down to uh, Tokyo, wrestled in a great match. As Scotty said, a top five match of the year so far uh, versus Erie, and then went back to uh, wrestling. I believe the next night he was like, "All right, time to go wrestle Teton." Uh, <laughs> we go for it. So, which is yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. It was pretty good. That was his probably. That was probably his best match so far in uh, the tournament. Yeah, I really like that match. Actually, it's one of my favorites from Ozja. And it wasn't even the best match of his week. So, uh, no, yeah. not even close. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> that is it for us for Ring Post Radio. We'll be back next week for all new stuff. Plus, like I said, that bonus double or nothing audio only show. It'll be coming out that Monday, uh, the Memorial Day. So you can take the time off Memorial Day, listen to Scotty and I's delusional thoughts, um, live reaction <laughs> thoughts to Double or Nothing. Uh, thank you so much. We love you all. We'll see you all next time. Goodbye. This has been a Countout Podcast.